is this possibly goodbyes? Is it possibly the last time we have seen arguably the greatest Raptor of all time? Welcome back to another edition of the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. Gil McGregor here with a next day wrap, and the losing streak is over. Toronto Raptors skid ends at nine games as they earn a dominant 135-111 win over the Denver Nuggets, just like we all saw it going down on an historic night on multiple fronts. Have to start with the historic broadcast crew, the first ever all-female crew to cover an NBA game, Megan McPeak, Kia Nurse, Kayla Gray, Kate Burness, and Amy Audibert. They were incredible. It was a great broadcast. Kia Nurse is a star on all fronts, and everybody really held it down. And, and, and all that they did, um, the first time, groundbreaking, historic, barrier breaking, but certainly not the last. In fact, the Sacramento Kings will have an exclusively female and non binary broadcast this upcoming weekend as they take on the Cleveland Cavaliers and the NBA world. And beyond took to Twitter just to express how awesome the broadcast was. And we've got you covered over on NBA.com with all of that as well. For takeaways from how things went down, Scott Rafferty's got you covered from last night. And boy, there was a lot going on. Obviously started with the historic crew, but the Raptors made history themselves, knocking down a franchise record 24 triples, shot 24 for 28 from three for the game. And it was it was like they really couldn't miss. OG Ananobi led the way. He knocked down five triples at 18 points in the first half, finished with 23 in the game. Pascal Siakam did a little bit of everything with a game-high 27 points to go along with eight rebounds, six assists. Norman Powell hit three threes of his own, finished with 22 points. Fred Van Vliet also hit five threes, had 19 points. But it really was all about Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry with... <laughs> A very Kyle Lowry stat line, eight points, nine assists, five rebounds. But get this, he was a team high, career high, plus 42 in the box score. Only one Toronto Raptor has ever registered a higher plus minus in a game. And it was the quintessential Kyle Lowry performance. This guy makes winning plays. And that's just what he's done for the entire nine-year span of his career as a Toronto Raptor, as the greatest Raptor of all time. Obviously, there was an underlying theme from this game with the trade deadline looming at the time of recording. We're a little under five hours away from the 2021 trade deadline, which falls at 3 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, March 25th. And obviously, rumors have continued to circulate surrounding both Kyle Lowry and Norman Powell. And... Kyle Lowry even admitted after the game that it was kind of weird. Um, you know, I think a few weeks ago he talked about not necessarily knowing what the future held and knowing that if nothing else, he was going to retire as a Toronto Raptor, even if it meant signing a one-day contract. But there's the image that will forever stick with people if Kyle Lowry is dealt today of him just throwing up two peace signs as he walked off the court and what could be the final image of him in a Raptors uniform, at least with this era. Now, with all of that weighing heavily over him and the team, Kyle Lowry talked about exactly how he felt after the game, and he was very candid about it, too. Uh, it was, uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest, usually I bore y'all, I'm sorry, but it was kind of weird tonight, you know, not knowing what uh, the, the next step would be, just with, you know, understanding that uh, there's things that could possibly be done um, on the front of me and then other guys in our team and in the organization. So it's kind of weird, I'm going to be honest with you, but... 
you know, it was it was great to get a win. Uh, it was great. It felt good to be out there, and you know, it, it would have been, of course, of course, it would have been crazier if it was in Toronto. I'm, I'm assuming I, I would I would think, but uh, it was it was different tonight for sure. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Like, I'm not. Yeah. No one knows what's going to happen, but it was definitely for sure different. Not only was Kyle Lowry open about the way he felt with everything, Nick Nurse is another guy who is. Great with the media, always candid about things that are going on. And in this instance, it was just extremely complimentary of Lowry having the ability and having the opportunity to have coached him, uh, obviously extended past the, the past two and a half years of him being the head coach, but uh, really just talking about him and giving them the ultimate compliment that you can honestly give any player as far as how hard he works and how hard he plays. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've I've heaped about as much praise as I can on him, Michael. I mean, I, I have. I don't. I don't. Certainly, don't mind doing that. I mean, my one comment that I always make that I think is the highest compliment I get of give him is he plays harder than anybody I've ever seen. Been on the court coaching or coaching against or watching games or anything, he plays harder than anybody I've ever seen, and yeah, I, I can't give him a, a higher compliment than that. Now, as I mentioned, the rumors are surrounding Lowry. There's also surrounding Powell, as I mentioned as well. And, and it seems like there's a more concrete chance that Powell is actually the one that's moved, if nothing else. Norman Powell is said to have the interest of over a dozen teams, and it appears that uh, about half the league is interested in having a guy who is uh, averaging just under 20 points on nearly 50, 40, 90 splits. I mean, who would have thought that a guy who's 27 years old, impending free agent, has a player option that he'll more than likely he'll opt out this 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 offseason. But in high demand, and uh, that is another aspect, uh, and this is another guy who we might not necessarily have the 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 longevity as a Raptor like Kyle Lowry, but just a member of some of the greatest moments in franchise history, obviously the title, but a number of playoff series wins and a guy who was a second round pick. And obviously his mantra and motto is to understand the grind, but just looking at how far Norman Powell has come from being acquired on draft night, honing his game with Raptors 905 to really becoming a go-to guy and a guy who, again, now half of the league wants to have on their roster. Obviously, a way is heavy, but Powell remained calm, cool, and collected through it all. I mentioned 22 points on 8 for 12 shooting for Powell, 3 for 4 from 3. He did a little bit of everything and continued his outstanding play from this season, even with all these rumors surrounding him. And they asked him about it after the game, just how he continues to remain focused and, and how he feels with his name being mentioned in all of these things. I really don't pay attention to that stuff. I'm not just blowing smoke to you guys. I really don't pay attention to that. Uh, when my friends or my family sends a text about it or whatever, ask the questions, I literally rub it off, you know, and ignore it. You know, um, I really don't pay attention to it. I'm not stressed about it, worried about it. You know, uh, you just got to face the facts of, of what it is, you know, and um, go about it. You know, um, you know, God, God has got me, you know, he, he leads, he leads me every step of the way, you know, so I have all the, all the faith that whatever happens is supposed to be part of my journey, you know, and I trust him. And I'm going to continue to do that no matter what. And obviously the other big story coming from the Raptors yesterday and over the past few days is that Pascal Siakam and Nick Nurse have not quite been been seeing eye to eye. Uh, there was reportedly uh, a verbal altercation between the two after the loss to Cleveland. And uh, they had to sort some things out. Obviously, Pascal Siakam admitted that Losing isn't fun, and sometimes people don't necessarily see eye to eye. A lot of 
reporters have mentioned that it's not uncommon for players and coaches to have verbal spats, verbal spars, and it's a part of the game. As we see, the the fire, the competitive nature, the discontent with losing resulted in a change. And Pascal Siakam was an outstanding performer, led the team in scoring again, uh, led the team in rebounding as well, and dished out six assists. So it feels like this is just part of the growth. You know, I think it has been far from an ideal season for Siakam, but it's been far from an ideal season for the Raptors as a whole. And sometimes those conflicts I don't want to say they rear their ugly head. They just rear their head. And 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 if you can bounce back from it moving forward, that's all that's really important because in competition, sometimes emotions get the best of you. So to see them bounce back, to see him have a great performance after all these reports surface of what happened or what didn't happen between he and Nick Nurse, I think it's big for the Raptors to continue to move forward, especially as they build around him and OG Ananobi and Fred Van Vliet, the three guys who have long-term commitments have been made to them with this franchise. There are questions surrounding the rest of the team, but we do know that that's the core moving forward, those three guys. So um, growth is a part of it. Uh, getting over the losing streak was big. And then, you know, when you really take a, a closer look at the losing streak, a lot of it was a factor of unfortunate circumstances you know dealing with you know extended time three starters being gone most teams would lose um there are a couple games they let get away from them and they wish they could have back but ultimately this team is 18 and 26 they're entering the trade deadline with 30 the 28 games remaining in the season and uh, a lot to play for uh, you take a look at the standings as we always do on our next day wraps the raptors head into the trade deadline a game and a half behind the chicago bulls for the 10th seed in the east and two and a half games behind the paces for ninth so right in that play-in territory um, but still three games out of eighth and four games out of seventh so with 28 games to play plenty of ground can be made up especially when a lot of these teams who are above you in the standings you will meet more in the season i believe the raptors play two more times with the bulls and they meet the pacers one more time they split their first meeting as well they have finished their season series with the celtics and the heat but uh, a couple teams that they'll see later on in the season uh, have an opportunity to make some ground if this team still has aspirations to compete in the postseason. Um, you know, depending on the moves that they make to better themselves for the 2020-21 season and beyond, this team is still going to compete as long as they have that core three that has been committed to long term. Take a look around the rest of the NBA yesterday, or at least the games that impact the Eastern Conference standings. The Indiana Pacers moved to 20 and 23 on the season with a 116-111 win over the Detroit Pistons. The Boston Celtics had a chance to win it at the end, but fall to the Milwaukee Bucks 119-121. Chicago Bulls suffered a nine-point loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Charlotte Hornets moved to 22-21 and on the season with a 25-point win over the Rockets. And with that win, the Hornets are actually currently in sole possession of the number four seed in the Eastern Conference. Uh, more news has come out surrounding LaMelo Ball. They said that he will be reevaluated in four weeks, which leaves the door open for a potential return for a ball to the court while it was assumed that he would be out for the remainder of the season. I'm sure Hornets fans are happy to know that they might see their guy 
this postseason. As a nightcap, the Atlanta Hawks continued their West Coast swing with a two-point loss at a chance to tie it at the buzzer to the Sacramento Kings. So the Hawks have now lost two straight after winning eight in a row, but they are still at 522 and 22 and currently tie with the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks are in six by virtue of a tiebreaker, but the Hawks are holding down the seventh seed in the East. I believe they have a couple more games on this lengthy, lengthy Western Conference trip. I think it's eight Western Conference opponents they face on the road, and they've played three already. They're one and two so far, so they'll look to get back on track as they continue to travel around the West Coast. Some unfortunate news and some positive news. We'll have good news and bad news for some Canadian content. We'll start with the bad news, obviously, and, and maybe cheer you up with the good news. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is going to be out for some time. He's dealing with plantar fasciitis. Prior to the game, head coach Mark Diagonal just kind of Indicated that the team was trying to be cautious with him, but the way things look, it appears that he's going to be out for some time. Shea has been in and out of the lineup due to some lingering issues. And again, this Thunder team is not necessarily trying to compete for the now, but focusing on the future as they continue to develop their guys and still look to be a pretty solid team. They're 19 and 25 this season, but prior to the game, their head coach just informed reporters that they're going to really take that cautious approach with Shea and especially with his aspirations to compete this summer for Team Canada and especially with the future in mind. This team's building for the next five years and not the next five weeks. So Shea Gillis-Alexander in the middle of a career season is going to be out for a significant amount of time. Mention the Hornets game. Let's go on to the good news. Nate Darling. First Nova Scotia-born player to take the floor in an NBA game. He did that against the Raptors a few weeks ago. Now the first Nova Scotia-born player to score a bucket. Uh, late down the stretch, the Hornets were up big on the Rockets, and, and Darling came in and, and knocked down a bucket. So uh, great for him, great for the growth of the game in the country, continuing to see guys from all over the country make their mark um it's it's certainly a thing that, that speaks to the growth of the game and, and honestly a credit to guys like you know the vince carters chris bosch's demar Derozan's, and of course kyle lowry who have made an indelible impact on the city of toronto the raptors franchise but the country as a whole specifically lowry and delivering a title to the country so now it, the focus shifts to what happens to him moving forward it, it feels like uh three of the teams that are being reported as the highest potential suitors are the Miami Heat, Philadelphia 76ers, which we knew already. But now the Los Angeles Lakers have entered the conversation. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Lakers have enough to offer the Raptors to get in a serious conversation. Will it be a three-team deal? Who knows? But it feels like it's going to take a lot to get Lowry away from the Raptors. So uh, it's not a foregone conclusion that he's gone. But we will keep you covered with that over on NBA.com as far as the rumors and the updates surrounding the Lowry deal, a potential Lowry deal, as well as all of the deals surrounding the league. Head over to NBA.com. We've got a trade deadline tracker coming with instant analysis from every reported deal, why it makes sense, what it means for the future, and what will happen next. That's all for this edition of the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. Stay tuned with us again if a big deal develops involving the Raptors. We'll be back with you for some instant analysis, instance and instant analysis for that. Lowry, Powell, anything else? You know, one thing we've learned at this deadline is anything can happen and some things come completely out of left field. So keep it locked in with us 
for that. Make sure to subscribe and rate. Get these right in your feet as soon as they drop. And we'll continue to deliver content surrounding the Raptors, the NBA, and the NBA's Canadian stars. Until next time, I'm Gil McGregor. Thanks for tuning in to the Raptors Pod Table Podcast.